Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls, where they're winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. Check out thebuffshow.com for all your past interviews, individual interviews, and past shows, too, found on Rumble, which we go live at 7 o'clock on Rumble. So make sure to join us on Rumble, the Matt Buff channel on there. It's great to have you. And record your voice memo on your phone, on your voice app, right? Just record your take. And send it to info at thebuffshow.com. We'll get it played on the air. It'll be great. Check us out on your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts, and sign up for that newsletter on thebuffshow.com. We have a great show for you too, uh, today, uh, World War III and Ash Wednesday. We're going to be jumping into all of it, but Biden's insane po- foreign policy has driven China and Russia together, and now the world is facing World War III. This is absolutely not a joke. Now, Joe Biden tried to be this big, tough guy in Poland. We need to bring back Polak jokes, by the way. They cheer for anything over there. Joe Biden on stage ranting and raving and mumbling incoherently, embarrassing the country. Look at this. They were as simple as they were profound. Would we respond? Or would we look the other way? Would we be strong? Would we be weak? Would we, we, the all of our allies, would be united or divided? The hell did he just say? Ronald Reagan calmly said, tear down this wall. Joe Biden said, embarrassment. And now his foreign policy, which is insane, it's leading us into World War III, and that's what the world is facing. It's just uh, it's just dangerous. Joe Hoff wrote a great article in the Gateway Pundit. We got it linked right there in the description for you. The Biden administration is dangerous after nearly a year of fighting a proxy war in Ukraine against a nuclear power. Biden has driven Russia and China closer together. The Chinese diplomat was in Russia yesterday talking to Vladimir Putin. The world is facing nuclear war. They're facing World War III. But, you know, President Trump, who actually went to Palestine. No, not Palestine. Palestine, Ohio. He actually went there. Mayor Pete couldn't be bothered. I'm walking with my my gay lover here, and we can't be bothered with this. I've got nothing to to see here. Drink your water, Palestine, Ohio. Drink your water. So uh, Trump goes there. And checks out the damage and talks to the people on the ground while Biden is over there protecting his Ukraine investment. That's what he's doing. He's protecting his money laundering laundering scheme investment in Ukraine, and that's what he's protecting. And here comes China. They said, okay, Russia, we're in. Now we are in trouble because Biden over there bragging about how great Kiev is. Kiev still stands. Kiev, Kiev, Kiev. You're provoking 
You're provoking them. This is not our war. Yesterday, Sean Fleetwood from the Federalist play, we played that clip from McConnell that said, Mitch McConnell, that said, this Ukraine situation is the biggest issue facing us today. Not the open border, not the high inflation, not the price of eggs and baby formula and gas, not the crime all over the country with these liberal DAs, not all these crazy things happening in our schools, the violence on the street in Chicago, the defund the police crap, all these things that are happening in our country that need direct attention. And now we got an invasion from our northern border. All that needs to be dealt with here. We have a crisis here. Now, the 2 million illegals coming in under Joe Biden are absolutely on purpose. That is 100% on purpose. They see those as workers that vote Democrat. We need amnesty for them all now. They're trying to destroy America. And now his big mouth is getting us into World War III, potentially. China enters the picture. Russia gets bolder and stronger. This is what's got to be stopped. And then China, uh, Joe Biden sits around the table and says, oh, yeah, the uh, I grew up in Scranton, Ohio, and I was in a heavily Polish community. Polish community? I thought you were in a Jewish community. No, I thought you were in a Puerto Rican community. No, I thought you were a slave state, a black state. This guy, no matter what crowd he's in front of. He tells the same story, just invert and just a different race into that story. Joe Biden, freaking crazy. And now World War III on the horizon, which is this is insane foreign policy has just done this. Steve Cortez discussed how Biden put Russia and China together with his feckless actions in Ukraine. The world hasn't been closer to World War III since World War II. He explained how Nixon went to China in the 1970s to build a relationship with China, not to help China's Communist Party, but to prevent Russia and China from working closely together. That was a brilliant strategy during the Cold War, yet Biden's doing the opposite. His actions have driven Russia and China together, and both have the warheads to cause mass destruction around the world. These two countries are basically forced together by Joe Biden and now the world's the scariest place. That's why we're seeing revival. That's why we're seeing in this country people flocking to Kentucky. We got an event to tell you about in the next block, which is remarkable. It's just people are wanting to find Jesus again. Here's what President Donald J. Trump said about this whole situation with World War III. World War III has never been closer than it is right now. We need to clean house of all of the warmongers and America last globalists in the deep state, the Pentagon, the State Department, and the national security industrial complex. One of the reasons I was the only president in generations who didn't start a war is that I was the only president who rejected the catastrophic advice of many of Washington's generals, bureaucrats, and the so-called diplomats who only know how to get us into conflict, but they don't know how to get us out. For decades, we've had the very same people, such as Victoria Nuland and many others just like her, obsessed with pushing Ukraine toward NATO, 
not to mention the State Department's support for uprisings in Ukraine. These people have been seeking confrontation for a long time, much like the case in Iraq and other parts of the world. And now we're teetering on the brink of World War III. And a lot of people don't see it, but I see it. And I've been right about a lot of things. They all say Trump's been right about everything. None of this excuses in any way the outrageous and horrible invasion of Ukraine one year ago, which would have never happened if I was your president, not even a little chance. But it does mean that here in America, we need to get rid of the corrupt globalist establishment that has botched every major foreign policy decision for decades. And that includes President Biden, whose own people said he's never made a good decision when it comes to looking at other countries and looking at wars. We have to replace them with people who support American interests. Over our four years in the White House, we made incredible progress in putting the America last contingent aside and bringing the world to peace. And now we're going to complete the mission. The State Department, Pentagon, and National Security Establishment will be a very different place by the end of my administration. In fact, just into my administration, it'll be a very different place. And it'll get things done, just like I did four years ago. We never had it so good. We'll also stop the lobbyists and the big defense contractors from going in and pushing our senior military and national security officials toward conflict, only to reward them when they retire with lucrative jobs, getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Take a look at the globalist warmonger donors backing our opponents. That's because they're candidates of war. I am the president who delivers peace, and it's peace through strength. There was a reason we had no conflict. There was a reason we didn't get into wars, because other countries respected us. I entirely built all right from the beginning, rebuilt our military. It's a big reason for that. They didn't want to mess around with the United States, and now they're laughing at us. We could end the Ukraine conflict in 24 hours with the right leadership. At the end of my next four years, the warmongers and frauds and failures of the senior ranks of our government will all be gone, and we will have a new group of competent national security officials who believe in defending America's vital interests above all else. Thank you very much. So there you go, the message from President Trump. And that's right, he's the first president maybe ever in America that had no new wars under his leadership. Remarkable. We got to fix these stolen elections so we can get guys like him or Ron DeSantis back in power. <laughs> that's what we need. Because Biden is going to get us all killed at this rate. I mean, this guy is a feckless moron. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. we got to stay positive. we got to stay positive today. It's Ash Wednesday from dust to dust, baby. From dust to dust. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. 
MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Yes, I see what's going on out there. Rising crime rates, 2,300 children go missing daily in the United States alone, criminals out, no cash bail, and theft at an all-time high. The police, they do a great job, but they can't be everywhere at once. I don't live in fear, but I will not be an easy target either. And I believe that every second matters. I protect myself, my loved ones, and my property with Red Defender products. They carry the best brands of self-defense products like Blackhawk, Elite Edge, Taser, and many others. I feel better knowing I'm protected when I go off jogging or out with the girls. It's better to have a stun gun and not use it than to need a stun gun and not have it. My kids have pull-pin alarms on their backpacks, and we have home protection, chargers, and flashlights from Red Defender products. No great issues here. Do we go around living in fear? Absolutely not. Because we have taken steps to protect ourselves, we live with confidence. At reddefendersproducts.com, you can see bestsellers, free shipping options, and they serve all 50 states, as well as American Samoa, Washington, D.C., Guam, Marshall Islands, Northern Marina Islands, Puerto Rico, and U.S. Virgin Islands. You don't have to live in fear, but you don't have to be an easy target either. Visit www.reddefenderproducts.com today. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. On this Ash Wednesday, are you ready to turn up for Jesus? That's a good question, right? Are you ready? Well, you get hyped up and get blessed on March 3rd at Oak Ridge High School. And music from Christian hip-hop artist Zonti, DJ Wynn, plus rap battles. That's right. I said it. Rap battles are happening with other local artists. Christ for All Nations USA is turning it up with a night of faith, love, and miracles. 
There'll be food for the entire family, okay? So if you're hungry, that's okay. You get full on the rap battles. You get full with the food for the entire family. Free giveaways galore. So everybody, round up your crew and come turn up for Jesus, okay? This is one party you won't want to miss with live music, sharing the word of God through rap battles and contests and prizes that'll have you breathing heavy, like real heavy, like I do on the show, like real heavy. This event will provide joyous vibes all night long. Plus, there's always hope to connect with a friend in need who could use some extra prayer. So don't just bring yourself. Bring someone else, too. We got the link right there in the description. Okay, right there in the description. Click that link and register today. Join Christ for All Nations USA this March 3rd at Oak Ridge High School as they turn it up for Jesus. And don't forget to pack your lawn chairs. All right, bring your chairs like you do to the baseball games and everything like that, bring your chairs and let's go. Let's go to Joe and Jacob on. on the Matt Buff let's Show. Go, and get Matt. this whole thing together. How is that? Huh? Yeah, we need you. We need you with us everywhere, Matt. Let's I go. can do it, man. I'm for hire, so it's good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so go tell us. Uh, I'm going to start with Joe there. Tell us <laughs> what got this event started. Yeah, so um, honestly, uh, I'll have evangelist, I'll have Jacob Ebersole also speak to this. Um, I got a phone call from our youth pastor and Jacob, the actual, the high school principal was at a prayer meeting and, you know, he's just praying for his area, praying for his school. And as soon as I got a phone call from our youth pastor, Juan, saying there was an open door, um, you know, the first that I thought I had at Christ for All Nations, because we do gospel crusades around the world. We've seen 85 million documented decisions. The largest gospel event we've held had 1.6 million people at it. So the first thing that we thought of is let's rent the high school football stadium. Let's do a gospel event. And, you know, I went in to see the principal, ran the idea by him. And, of course, he loved it because, you know, uh, the back end of the story was that, you know, Jacob Ebersole met him about a year and a half ago. And, Jacob, just share how you met the principal, just kind of how the foundation was laid and just how his heart has been open, you know, to the area for the gospel. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, when, when I first walked in there, uh, they were having a prayer walk at Oak Ridge High School. And so, which is very unique at a public school in the first place. And so when I when I got to know the principal there, uh, I, I quickly realized that he was a, a, a man of, of God and was, was taking a, a bit of flack for what he was doing. Um, but one thing led to another, and I was able to meet with him at a, at a local restaurant, uh, got to pray over him and, and, and vice versa. And uh, I, I could just sense that he he wanted to see a move of God in his school in that area, and, and here we are a year later. Uh, so praise God, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, no, that's going to be fantastic. You know, Jacob, we saw what happened in Kentucky. They had so many people show out for that revival. People from all over the country, and then people from all over the world, they had to close it down to people under over 25. If you're over 25, you got to go across the street now. But yeah. people are ready. I mean, it's Ash Wednesday here, and they're seeing the biggest turnout for Ash Wednesday, 2023. We're just seeing so much disaster in our country and the world and so much liberal takeover of everything that people are trying to find Christ again. Yeah, they, they are, man. I love I love to speak with that because, you know, a lot of the times, you know, we get in this mode, you know, especially as Christians or just people, conservatives that, you know, we think the laws are actually fighting against us, you know, but I used to work for uh, organization Fellowship of Christian Athletes and the principal wasn't allowing us to meet because, you know, um, the principal just didn't, you know, wasn't accepting of us. 
But come to find out, they were letting the LGBTQ community meet, have a club, and we love them as people. We love them very much. Uh, but we have the same rights as everyone else, you know, and actually the laws that people think are working against us are working for us, come on, you know, come on. and the principal's heart is in the right place. But we've actually booked a private facility. We booked it as a private venue. So, you know, we wouldn't have to cross red lines, red tape, and we want to respect everyone's beliefs. We want to respect everyone's free will within this event. So we booked it as a private event. Um, we're <laughs> glad the public school opened up to us. You know, they're allowing us to do it. And the president of Christ for All Nations, Evangelist Daniel Klinda, actually just got back, you know, from Kentucky. He was at the revival. He felt it in his heart. And we didn't even know that this was going to happen. But I really believe the youth of this generation are hungry for something real, you know, for yeah. something in truth. You know, there's so many lies. There's so much deception out there of, you know, some people don't even know what bathroom to use these days. You know, they don't know who they are. <laughs> and uh, we're just coming in with the truth of the love of Jesus that he accepts all, you know, but there is repentance. We will be preaching the gospel. <clears throat> But we have yeah. a lot of fun things happening at this event, a lot of entertainment. We have artists coming out. We have dance teams coming out. Um, we just got Roy Tosh on board with Zanti also. So multiple artists are coming out. We have an Arizona football player coming Come out. We have um, an Oak Ridge Gap graduate in 2016, Jonathan Jones, from that school, from that area, who, gradu who just graduated from Notre Dame and Toledo, played college football. He's coming out because people want to see change. And the yeah. country needs change. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Go Matt, ahead, Jacob. Take off on that. Yeah, I wanted to jump in there. You know, I, I really want to take a minute and and anybody that listens to this, uh, if you're a mother, if you're a father, if if you if you have kids, um, I really would take heed to what's happening here. Um, you know, a lot of people think that their life their their lives can't change in one night, but my life changed in in an instant, February nineteenth, two thousand six, when I was when I was a teenager, uh, when when I met Christ. And uh, I, I would, I would really, if you're listening to this, I don't care, you know, if you're, if you're walking on the street, if you're, if you're at your home, if you're, if you're look, watching this on, you know, on your phone, I would take a minute and really uh, screenshot the dates, send them to your kids, prepare the family to come out to, to Oak Ridge High School, because I really believe that, that we're going to see something monumental there. Lives are going to be transformed all over the field. Of course, we're going to have a blast. We're going to have fun. But um, now is the time guys. And Matt, I don't, I don't know where you're at, but I'd love for you to come out, bring your whole family. Um, March 3rd is going to be very special. And I believe, uh, generational curses are going to be broken on that field. And Jesus is going to make himself known there the, the same way he did at Asbury. So, yeah, we're, we're in Oviedo. The family's coming. Let's and go. Come on for the rap battle y'all. So <laughs> got to get up there, man. I'll be there. It'll be great. Joe, this is what a lineup you got. You just mentioned some of it, but talk more about the artists that are going to be there. And there's some guy out there right now getting ready for a rap battle. And this is amazing. Yeah. because a rap battle without any bad language is going to be quite remarkable. <laughs> it, it will be. So what, we, what we've been doing is we've been going into the high schools. We set up a little table. We give away free candy. You know, we give away, they share on Instagram, but we are signing up students that are in high schools to come to a rap battle. And we're actually, I have a team member at the YMCA right now. We're going to meet at the YMCA the Wednesday before. We're going to, they're going to do a preliminary rap battle fun thing. It's the YMCA right by Oak Ridge. And we're going to get the top four rap battles. And, you know, if they curse, if they say something, it's going to get deducted $25 off the $250 prize. <laughs> a swear jar. A swear yeah, a jar. swear jar. Exactly. We're going to get a little swear jar out there. 
and it was just get the students involved, man. You know that so many times, like we want to, you know, the big names and the artists and all that's good, but we really want to get the students out there and show their gifts and their talents and how they could also be utilized, you know, for God, you know, and for the community and for change, you know, even if they don't believe in God, you know, if they're going to be speaking about community change and different things like that, you know, we want to have an open door to see the voice of the youth really come alive. We want them to have a voice. And that's the purpose of this is to get them equipped, you know, and, and do that. But we have another guy, artist, his name is Revel. And we were just in downtown Orlando Friday night, right down on Orange Street. And he paints pictures upside down in six minutes of total time. Yeah, that's really and so cool. he's going to be, yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. He's going to be up on the <laughs> stage and he has it turned upside down and he starts painting and all the whole crowd is trying to guess. And then at the end, he flips it over. And it's usually a picture of love, Jesus, something, faith, love, miracles. And people are astonished. And, you know, throughout that night, we'll be sharing the gospel multiple times with different artists, um, different testimonies from these pro athletes, you know, just to, just real people who found a real Jesus, you know, for, for you know, their real problems. And that's what we people want people to know is that, hey, there are real problems out there. You know, life is hard. And just because you get saved, everything isn't going to be a bed of roses, but you're going to have brothers and sisters to walk with. You know, you're going to have brothers and sisters that are, you know, trying to be true, trying to be honest and um, not living that way of the world, man. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. March 3rd is the date at Oak Ridge High School. Bring your chairs, Jacob. Bring your chairs. Bring uh, There's food there. You guys going to have food there oh, as well. And totally. what time do the doors open? What time do the yeah. doors open, Joe? So gates <laughs> open at 6 o'clock. Um, it's, yeah. it's first come, first serve. You know, we'll have some food. We have games. We have prizes. We have contests. As soon as yeah. you enter in, you'll get a raffle ticket item. We're going to be doing gift card give giveaways. Um, we're going to give away some video game systems, just some fun games, you know, for the fr friends and family. We have this game right now where you can actually get inside of this ball and you like, you know, you do roll around or something like that. Um, we also have like a football contest where you have to throw it through the hole. So there's going to be a lot of interaction, a lot of games. Yeah. It's not just a show where you come and you just see an artist. You know, we're going to be pulling people from the crowd to do some of this stuff. So come expecting to have a good time, play some family fun games, you know, bring your kids, you know, win a contest. Everybody has a chance to win something that night. We're going to be giving away free T-shirts, you know, free gear, free merch. And you know what, Matt, the best thing about this is it's just not a Christ for All Nations event. We have other churches on board. We have Church of the Sun on board. We have Elevation Church on the board. We have Cavario on board and many other churches and pastors and leaders that are coming together in unity. We have One Heart and Community Pros who just did the Feed of Palooza. They're the ones actually donating the food for this event where we fed over 150,000 150, pounds of food at Camping World Stadium. So yeah. a lot of the community is coming together. A lot of these you know, people that, you know, can benefit, you know, you can sign up to get free groceries there. There's going to be a lot of different ministries, a lot of different nonprofits, a lot of people who want to see community change, politicians. Yeah. We will have resources, not only just to tell you about Jesus, but to show people Jesus. Yeah. And if, you, if Matt, if you walk anywhere near Oak Ridge High School, you're going to be handed a flyer from somebody about the event. I mean, we've nice. had our, our team out uh, going left, right, up and down, all up and down OBT, Oak Ridge Road. And so you're also going to be hearing it on several, you know, radio stations. Uh, it's all over Facebook right now. So I, I would I would step out of the boat and say this will probably be one of the biggest events in, in Oak Ridge history in a long time. And so don't miss it. Yeah, don't miss yeah. it. Everybody check out AliveOrlando.org. Back from the dead at Oak Ridge High School. Time to wake up and get Alive Orlando. Everybody come Let's join go. us. It's going to be come fun. On. 
I'm going to start rhyming. I'm going to start rhyming. Start Joe rapping. Kernel and Jacob Ebersole, thank you so much for joining us. Matt, on and just, I'll end on this note. Yeah. This is just starting at Oak Ridge. We have people going to speak at Jones High School today. We're going to be going from high school to high school across the Florida and across the nation. We really believe that the youth is going to start a movement Come with on. this. And this is just yeah. the first of many back from That's the, the dead events. We're going to keep going as long as the Lord, you know, provides and then, you know, people show up. So bring a friend, bring someone that's lost, bring someone that needs prayer, needs to know Jesus. This is a great opportunity. They might not go to church, but they'll come to a high school stadium event to get some food, hear some live music, entertainment. And we're going to take this thing to all these high schools, Evans High School, you know, Pine Ridge, you know, all of these areas that we have, you know, we we just want to have people come out and we want to keep this thing moving. Come to Oviedo High School and Winter Springs High School. A lot of godless That's there. Right. So we'll get we we'll get we'll get those guys on the right track. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Joe and Jacob, thank you so much. The thank link you. is in the description, everybody, and it's also linked on thebuffshow.com. You guys stay with us. We'll be right back. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. Cost of living is skyrocketing, and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. And yes, Ash Wednesday is here. And this is one of the most popular ones in history. Not too shabby, right? Considering the people that handled Joe Biden's Twitter account, whoever's writing those tweets, said they continue to fight for abortion in the Catholic community. They want to go after Catholics and Christians and everybody else and say, you know what? We don't believe in the teachings anymore, but we have our own new world that we want to present to you, and it's Marxist, and it's absolutely baby-killing season all over the place. And that's what they want, and we got to fight back, and Christians are waking up. You saw that revival in Kentucky. My goodness. 55,000 people show up, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing, and people are yearning for Christian leadership in this country, and it's quite amazing what's happening. Let's go to Sean Carney on the Matt Buff Show, uh, Amazon best-selling author, speaker, father of eight, father of eight. That's right. 
and he had a great time doing that. And he is president of 40 Days for Life. Sean, welcome back to the show. Great to have you. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Okay, very good stuff. You got this article on townhall.com. We posted it into the description for everybody. The mystery of Ash Wednesday's popularity. This is happening everywhere across the country. And, you know, a lot of uh, people are saying, you know what? We need to get back to God here in this country. Yeah, I mean, Ash Wednesday should be um, something that is absurd now um, in our, our sort of self-absorbed culture where we walk around and, and tell ourselves and everybody else how great we are. And Ash Wednesday, as we know, represents our own sins and the inevitability of our own death. And so um, it's, a, it's an uplifting reminder, but it, I think it gives people permission, it, whether you're left or right or, or go to church regularly or not, you know, Ash Wednesday Mass is one of the most attended Masses of the year. It's not even a holy day of obligation in the Catholic world. Of course, now we see mainline Protestants and a lot of evangelicals observing Ash Wednesday and Lent. Um, and yet, um, in our culture, it kind of gives you permission to realize it's not all about you and it's not all on you. And we sort of get out of our own head. And so I'm very encouraged that that Ash Wednesday is is more popular now than ever. It's it's very ironic, um, but it's a good realization that you know from dust I came and dust I shall return. And all of our psycho babble and our identity crisis and who am I and who do I want people to think I am and all of that it just goes out the window and you're like, oh, I'm just a sinner in need of help and I'm broken. And I think that that's a beautiful thing that that is in our nature that we still recognize. Do you think everybody gets the meeting or are they just trying to say, hey, I I believe, trust me, I believe, and then carry on with their lives? I think that it's still a genuine attempt. You know, it's Ash Wednesday is a little bit like the opposite end of our culture's relationship with Christmas, where, uh, you know, everybody wants to participate. Everybody has a, has a longing and, and even a joy around Christmas. And, and the opposite is true for Ash Wednesday. We want to participate because we do want to think about the reality of our own demise and our own death. And it's, it's very freeing, I think, uh, to spend one day at least recognizing, I think the world doesn't revolve around me and I will come and go. And I am in need of redemption. So I do think that there is a that, that there's authenticity even to the people that say, "Oh, I just want to do it." Uh, deep down, there's something there. Well, that's good to hear because I we mentioned Christmas. I have a relative that's an atheist, and every Christmas she sets up a nativity scene. I'm just oh, yeah, yeah that's, by that. <laughs> you know, and 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 I I don't think we do that as much for Easter. Easter's where it gets a little real as far as you acknowledging that Jesus rose from the dead. And so you sort of see these Sunday brunches, but they won't be Easter brunches. But Christmas, it, it, it's a great example. You know, the atheists are setting up uh, a nativity. A real atheist should sue us over setting up the nativity. You know, that, <laughs> those are the hardcore atheists, right? Um, but Ash Wednesday, it, it, it's a little bit of the same. Um, there's something about it's sort of a holy New Year's Eve. You know, our country is obsessed with New Year's resolutions, with losing weight, with reading more books, with making more money, whatever it is for New Year's resolution. This is like a holy version of that and one that's much more substantive and one that's much more real and one that's much more personal. 
Just last week, you talk about this in the article, and we need this connection, this direct connection about our mortality and our direct connection to God, because just last week, you put in the article, Americans were exposed to an overtly demonic performance of unholy. That's the name of the song, but the, the whole performance was deeply unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras, who thinks he's a girl. And and as desperate as the performance was, the re- was this a real cry for help when uh, Petrus spoke to the Associated Press and said, I just never got a chance to know about spirituality or accepted by God. So to me, it's like mythology. To me, it's like a fairy tale or another story. When you see that quote, it is kind of a cry for help, isn't it? To- totally. I mean, you you feel bad for him because it's a total cry for help. And they're publicly basically saying, I'm lost. I have no idea who I am or where I came from or why I'm here. And, and I'm just going to sort of create it in my own head, which is probably the worst place to go when you're lost is your own brain. And so it's, it's really um, that, that shows the need, I think, for, for Ash Wednesday. Uh, who am I? I'm dust. You know, what should I do? Repent and believe. And, and not, in a, not in a sort of con- condemning way, uh, but in a way that, that sets you free, um, that, that we're sinners that we're broken and that who we are is not really up to us. We don't, you know, we want to dictate our identity and our gender and our lifestyle. And we want to spend all of our time on the internet justifying it, but it's, it's actually not really up to us. If we live within our nature, if we live uh, towards our ultimate goal of heaven, we'll be happy and we'll be content. And if we don't, we'll be miserable. Even if at times we feel happy, we'll ultimately be miserable. And that was a great example of that. There's so many other examples in our culture, and and I still think that's why part of us sort of longs for Ash Wednesday and and this recognition that, um, you know, the world does not revolve around me. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. We're on with Sean Carney here, and you're also president of 40 Days for Life and actress Anne Hathaway. You put this in the article as well. When when it talks about the Democrats who flooded the streets for what they call safe and legal and rare abortion. And uh, Anne Hathaway attested her own personal experience with abortion. And she said, I don't think we talk about this enough. Abortion can be another word for mercy. Unfortunately, her mistaken view of abortion as mercy is not uncommon. You say in the article, the abortion industrial complex comprised of government, big pharma, Planned Parenthood, and other nonprofits said marketed abortion as compassionate alternatives to motherhood. And so this is basically, Miss Hathaway, you asked, do you think your abortion was withholding punishment from your child? I mean, that's that's what she describes as mercy. And we need mercy on Ash Wednesday. That's part of what we're asking for here. <laughs> yeah, this is part of the spiritualization of the abortion industry where they kind of want to claim God too and, and claim all those nice words like, like love and mercy and, and sacrifice um, and prayer. They, they start to use that and they get on these kicks and it's, it's awkward. Um, we've worked with tens of thousands of women who have had an abortion. None of them would use the word uh, mercy. Um, I think that it was just, it, it's another example of, I feel bad for her. And I, uh, she's a great actress, Les Mis. She's wonderful in Les Mis, one of my favorite uh, yeah. play, you know, <laughs> uh, plays and certainly movies. But you're sitting here going, like, how lost are you? You don't know what, number one, 
if you're willing to talk about your abortion, you, you can talk about how it helped you in some way. Again, that's what most women do. But to try to over justify it by using the word mercy, there's two things here too when you'll see mercy when, when abortion comes up and they use the word mercy. There's the version that she's talking about, which is this is merciful to the woman that she has the opportunity to have an abortion and free herself from motherhood. Uh, but there's another one that's more direct and that is actually more common. And that, and we heard it when Roe was overturned, and that is, so you want all these kids out there suffering. You want all these <laughs> kids. They're all going to end up on drugs. They're all going to end up as criminals, which we know underneath that is like, hey, the minorities won't be able to get abortions. You know, it's very racist. But they, they'll say all those things. <laughs> and, and what they're saying is, is, the, is the most frequent kind of mercy, which is the mercy killing. Uh, this baby will suffer. This child will suffer. You, you're not going to raise them. You're not going to pay for their food. All of that stuff. So let's kill them. And that, I think, at more of the heart of the abortion debate is, is mercy killing. Can we get rid of somebody because we think it's in their best interest? That's right. You're going to suffer, so I'm going to kill you. I mean, suffer is how we learn to deal with things and become a better person. <laughs> we, we've seen so many stories of athletes and politicians and everybody else say, you know, I came from hard times and I'm a better person for it. We root That's for, just a weak, weak argument. We, we, <laughs> we, we, we root for the underdog. We pull for Rocky uh, all the time in our country, except with abortion. Uh, with abortion, <laughs> we, we judge you somehow. We've given ourselves that authority. Uh, we judge you based on the circumstances of your conception and who we think you will end up being. And you see all of these great stories of somebody who overcame the odds, whose dad was maybe a criminal or in prison or whatever, and you all root for them, and, and they overcome the odds and they do something great. And it's, it's, it really shows, you know, at the heart of the abortion issue is, is might makes right. Uh, we decide, we have the power, you don't, you can't defend yourself, you, and, and so we're going to do the abortion. And it's very sad. Uh, poor Anne Hathaway using the word mercy. Nobody like stood up and clapped. Nobody was like, that was just a beautiful thing for her to say. I mean, <laughs> it, it was it was what everybody, they're like, abortion and mercy. It's, I don't know. This is why they have their washed up rhetoric, right? Reproductive rights, choice, freedom, privacy, all these vague things that we'll never actually discuss the actual surgery itself. But they have all of these vague references that they use. The reason they have that is because if you don't use that, you'll either end up talking about the barbaric or you'll get way off track and make everybody uncomfortable with things like mercy. Yeah, that was just unreal. You, you wrap it up in the article, and you, you and I love how you say it. You come face-to-face -face with who we are, who we aren't, who we ought to be. A refreshing break is Ash Wednesday from a world consumed, consumed with self, constantly changing identities and getting outside of one's head. And that's why it's more popular than ever, because it's a break from the self-absorbed self culture. You call it uh, Ash Wednesday in 2023 is basically because everybody's wandering around the desert. You call it water in the desert. Last word to you, Sean. <laughs> yeah, it, it is water in the desert. And we, we get to take part in it. You know, we get to we get to get out of our own head, uh, acknowledge the, the reality and the damaging things that our own sins have caused over our life and and commit to to reform that. 
and to depend on the grace of God uh, to do so. And that is very refreshing. It is a second chance. It is a reset. Our culture loves that. Our culture loves tolerance. And this is a very tolerant thing that God invites us to be part of, is to, to go through this wonderful uh, season of Lent that, that leads into uh, what Fulton Sheen called the week that changed the world and Holy Week. So it's a beautiful thing. It is refreshing. And uh, I encourage everybody to take part of it, make some kind of Lenten resolution. Yes, absolutely. It makes you a better person, too, because usually people give up alcohol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, our culture <laughs> could use up giving up more booze, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, liquor company, not too happy about this time of year, but, you know, it's a good well, thing for well, a lot originally, of <laughs> the, the monks created beer so that they could drink one a day because they were fasting. It was to replace food. And so that, but, but I, I don't think that works these days. We have plenty of food. Yeah, we have plenty of food and plenty of beer, but yeah, <laughs> that's right. Not 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 as the monks intended. Well, I, just one one real quick thought. I got to get your take on is just real quick, the Kentucky revival. I mean, people from all over the world came from that. I just found that hunger just really remarkable. Yeah, I saw that. You know, and and you you see things like that. They don't get a lot of media coverage, but you know. Uh, a similar thing happened in France, I think it was a year or two ago, where they had 2 million people in Paris for the traditional marriage march. I mean, yeah. how do we get, we couldn't get 2 million people in, in D.C. for anything, right? And <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. And you think the French, they're so sophisticated, blah, 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 they're progressive. And and two million for the for the traditional marriage march. So I, I think it's encouraging what happened in, in Kentucky. Um we want God. We long for God. We need God. Um, and we're lonely. Uh, we're a very, very sad, lonely yeah. culture. Mother Teresa talked about that all the time, that the greatest disease in our, in our world is loneliness, particularly in the West, uh, she said. So, you know, I, I think that that's why you get the response. Um, you know, God is constantly chasing us, but we're not always acknowledging it. And we don't, we, we hardly ever chase him in our busy culture. And I think Kentucky was a, was a very refreshing and encouraging display. I think so too. Cause like you, like mother Teresa said, she called it um, right now in this country, we have a sharp increase of depression in teenage girls, for example, how can people contact you, Sean, get resources and get involved? Well, you know, the largest 40 days for life campaign ever starts on Ash Wednesday today. So uh, go to 40daysforlife.com. You can participate by praying at our, our local vigils, helping uh, to save a baby or to close a, an abortion facility or offer hope for a woman. Uh, you can also check out our podcast, 40 Days for Life podcast, which is uh, having a record year. It is very, very popular. We, we don't know why, but we'll take the popularity. So check that out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Links there on the, in the description. Sean Carney, thanks so much for uh, stopping by on this special Ash Wednesday. Thank you. Keep up the great work. All right. Thanks. You as well. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us. Join us for our first Alive Orlando Back from the Dead Stadium event at Oak Ridge High School, Friday night, March 3rd at 6. This will be a concert experience like no other, with live music from popular artist Zanti and DJ Wynn. Everything's been changed. Free food, contests, 
and giveaways for the entire family. You don't want to miss this. Bring someone who needs a breakthrough in their life. Get your free tickets at AliveOrlando.org today. Bring a lawn chair or blanket. See you there. Sponsored by Christ for All Nations, a not-for-profit organization. Hey, Matt Buff here with Red Defender Products. Check out RedDefenderProducts.com. You won't be disappointed, and you know every second matters. Huge savings right now on all Taser products. That's right. Taser is made right here in the United States, and they are the trusted brand by law enforcement everywhere. You deserve the same protection because every second matters. Red Defender Products, your Taser store, and much, much more. Get huge savings on all Taser products at checkout, and you will be protected too. RedDefenderProducts.com. Go there today. Imagine this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money, and they can take it, all of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Welcome back to the Map Up Show. It's great to have you rolling along with us. And it's Moms for Liberty Wednesday on the special Ash Wednesday. And we have this woke problem all over the country infecting our schools. Even America Girl, the doll that people used to love, put out a book for three-year-olds, three-year-olds that talks about their gender identity and sexual perversion and all kinds of stuff is flowing through our schools and we've had enough of it. And Moms for Liberty is out there fighting the good fight. Parents and education, parental rights, and knowing about what's going on is very important. Let's head over to Woke County. I'm sorry, Wake <laughs> County, North Carolina. This is Julie Page with us on the Matt Buff Show. She's the chapter chair for Wake County. Great to have you, Julie. Good to be here. Thank you. And you're also the chairwoman of the Moms for Liberty North Carolina Legislative Committee as well. So that's pretty cool. Yep, that's right. All right. Tell us about your journey, how you got involved in Moms, in Moms for Liberty, and uh, what, what has happened in your life to get you activated? I, uh, like many others, was a, uh, a, a mom just living life, and then the pandemic hit. Um, and I have two young children. Um, one was entering kindergarten in 2020 and the other was, um, entering fourth grade, I believe in 2020. So, um, everything was virtual and I was, you know, started paying attention to school board meetings because I wanted to know what was going on. When could the kids back, get back to school, um, uh, watching what they were learning and what they were doing. The virtual learning experience was a nightmare for my kindergartner, as you can imagine. Um, he fell behind for lack of um, in-person learning and teaching and such. So um, I decided to try to do something and I thought, well, what can I do? And I heard about this new group in 2021 called Moms for Liberty out of Florida Um Indian River County, Florida, which is actually my home county. I was born down there in Indian River County. And wow. um, I looked up, looked it up and thought, well, I'll join my chapter here. And wow, Wake County doesn't have a chapter. So 
that's a problem. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I could start one here. And that's, that's really what I did. Well, fantastic. What a journey. And now you're trying to get moms to also get on board with some legislative act action in the school, because as we mentioned, this woke curriculum is just really out of control in the public schools. Yeah, it is. Um, we have recently in the state of North Carolina formed a state legislative committee with Moms for Liberty. So we have 17 chapters right now in the state of North Carolina. All 17 chapters are a part of the state legislative committee. I was um, elected to be the chair of that committee. So we are now digging into legislative action. Uh, the biggest reason for that is because our school boards ignore us. They see us as uh, right-wing extremists and, um, I don't know, Christian nationalists. And, um, you know, we're, we're only Republicans and, you know, we have dark money funding us. And every single one of those things I just said are absolutely wrong. Um, it's, it's actually laughable. Uh, we have no uh, political test to be a part of our group. We have no religious test to be a part of our group. We stand for parental rights and we stand for choice in our being able to have our choice as parents. So um, back in 2021, we were advocating for parental choice when it came to masking. We were never anti-mask. Uh, we still are not anti-mask. We are about choosing on your own to wear a mask if you'd like to do so. So with that, we are, we are getting involved with the legislature now. Well, that's good. Christian nationalist doesn't sound too bad, actually. I kind of like that one. <laughs> so much for diversity of thought. It's their way or the highway, it seems like, and they want to call you names. It's like a school, it's like a school playground. They want to call you names instead of having a civil discussion about this. Why do you think these people are okay with this garbage? Well, they say when you're being called names, that means you're onto something because they can't think of it, they can't formulate an actual argument to to uh, be able to really disagree with you. So that's true. Uh, I've, I've gotten used to the name calling in the last uh, year and a half. And I mean, I just honestly have to let it roll off my, my shoulders and, and move on. We've got bigger problems than to worry about someone calling someone a name. So, um, you know, we're just, we just keep on keeping on here. We're very involved in getting a parental Bill of Rights passed in this state. Good, um, good. Parents have the fundamental right to direct the upbringing of their children. And the word fundamental is so very important because that is God-given and natural. It's not something that even the Constitution has given us. It's just there um, organically. We just have that. So, um, you know, there's parental rights legislation going through our state house and Senate right now. We're very involved in the development of that. Um, we're also interested in some other things, um, healthcare initiatives, um, protections and, um, school safety protections. Also, um, saving women's sports in schools would probably be a focus. We are still currently developing our state 
legislative agenda. So that'll be coming out soon and we'll be sure to get that out to everyone. Those are all big issues. Did you ever think that you'd have to pass legislation to keep men out of girls sports? Never. I, you know, I, I thought this was dealt with long ago. I thought that's why women's sports were developed. Yeah. Um, to, to be able to separate them out due to actual and real science. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, never in my life would I imagine that this would be a problem today. How can people help you join the fight? Because this is almost home base to Moms for Liberty, correct? Uh, to at least some of the chapters. Yeah, um, we they can reach out to uh, to me or our my chapter when that email is moms number four liberty uh, wake nc at gmail.com. Uh, they can also send an email to moms for for liberty north carolina at gmail.com and i can make sure that th your information gets to the appropriate chapter and if they don't have a chapter uh, or they're not sure if they have a chapter please go to our website at momsforliberty.org and there's a nice pretty map um, to click on your county and see if you have one in your county right now Excellent. Momsforliberty.org. Julie, last word to you. Do you think a lot of this legislation has a chance to get through? And how does the fight continue, legislation or not? We're, we're very hopeful. Um, you know, our, our governor has vetoed so many things since he's been in power. And really, that's what it is. He's, he's in power. Um, uh so he, he vetoes a lot that comes through. We are hopeful that the next two years we can get a lot of things passed. We do have now an overriding majority in the Senate, and we're very close to that in our House. So um, we are focused on getting some of these things, common sense legislation, brought back to this state. Well, that's great to hear, and we need it. <clears throat> all over the country, but you know, who would have thought we'd be having these conversations about these particular things in North Carolina for crying out loud, but Julie, keep up the great work. Momsforliberty.org, everybody. Thank you mo so much for joining us on the show. Yep. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, you got it. Absolutely. We'll see you next time on the map up show. Stay smart out there. Gun-toting, Bible-reading, God-believing, truth-speaking, American, this magazine, Democrats committing treason, I know they thinking sweet, but you don't know who you dealing with, this for free, thinkers only, you ain't got no membership, they free, General Flint, out the cage, cause he innocent, Martin Roger Stone, cause the run know that he innocent, we need to kick out every single illegal immigrant, mandatory voter, ID laws, we need to implement, tell Jesse Smollett that I know this MAGA country.